The Hall of Fame Classic in Kansas City celebrates the best in college basketball. It's more than just a game. Join the action at T-Mobile Center on November 22nd and 23rd as Creighton, Boston College, Colorado State, and Loyola battle in one of the nation's top early season tournaments at the Hall of Fame Classic. History, tradition, and high-level college basketball in the hearts of Kansas City. Get your Hall of Fame Classic tickets now at hofclassic.com or at the T-Mobile Center box office. Come together. Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. John, just want to stop by and, and talk to you guys this morning about uh, the negotiations, where we're at, uh, where we're headed. This morning, GM released their earnings for third quarter and their year-to-date earnings, $3.5 billion this quarter and $10 billion uh, for the year so far. And they're still telling us, you know, they can't afford to meet a lot of our demands. So um, our plan is today we're going to escalate things. So we are going to hit Arlington this morning. We want to get this thing done. So, uh, you know, we're going to have to turn things up. 9 o'clock our time, uh, we will be uh, standing up and walking out. Yes, sir. I got it. I'll get all my community together. We have it planned out already. Sweating a whole lot of tears, man. We're gonna get it together. Stand up, UAW. Yo, what is going on? Happy Tuesday, Kansas City, my friends, my family, my fellow KC morning hoes. <laughs> What's the word? Tuesdays on this, your KC morning show, we take back America. Myself, Professor Harvey J.K., the Professor Emeritus over at the University of Wisconsin-Green Bay. Professor K. still out circling the globe. He's currently in Spain. Sent me some pics. They look great. He and his wonderful wife, Lorna K. I was in Wisconsin just a couple weeks ago attending the Our Wisconsin Revolution convention. We heard audio last week from author John Nichols, one of the best speeches I have ever heard in person. And on the show today, more audio. Joined UAW Local 75 in Milwaukee as they are on strike. Me, Professor K, our buddy Will Walter, who is with our Wisconsin Revolution, and also Senator Nina Turner. We headed to the picket line, marched in solidarity, and I got some audio from members of UAW Local 75, including their youngest member in the entire plant. One of the things you will hear is that what they are fighting for is going to benefit us, even those of us who are not in a union. I love this episode. It's one of those that I'm going to add to like the KCMS time capsule. Look back on years from now, especially once our folks win them new contracts, baby. Rates, reviews, subscribe. Do that thing. Do that thing you do. Kansas City. Back in your feeds tomorrow. Still on vocal rest. I am cheating. (laughs) But we got to take back America. 
For that, we will not listen to doctor's orders. <laughs> My name is Hartzell. It is a good day to be a Kansasidian. Good day to take back America. Reclaim that radical history. We will see you in the morning. Bye. January 11, 1970, victory belonged to Hank Stram and his Kansas City Chiefs. TV9 News Special Report, close up the flood of 77. From the Kemper Arena in Kansas City, Missouri, it's Milwaukee Bucks against the Kansas City Kings. Now Kansas Citians must decide what happens next. What is to follow the city's Holy Week riots? I am here at the American Royal World Series of Barbecue. Daryl Motley awaits, and the Kansas City Royals are world champions. Basically, we're out here because they know how Sean Payne pulled us out. They pulled us out for, you know, the quality of the contract. His biggest thing, he had the issues ending of the tiers, job works, you know, uh, job security language to make sure the UAW stays into the, all these plants. Going after, if you've seen today, he's going after the billionaires. You know, you notice the shirts that eat the eat rich. The rich eat yeah. the rich. He's really big because of the CEO markups on their own pay and everything. And we ain't got nothing since concessionary time to 207 and 208. Though so he's doing the best job that he can always for us. And I still believe he's going to do that, you know. And his strike tactics are working very well. Yeah. And what is it, uh, Mr. President? This is Local 75 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The average American who might not, because we know most Americans are not in the union, what would you want them to know about the pull to solidarity in this moment? Well, the thing about a union, that's always set your middle class, right? That sets your wages, that sets your benefits and your health care. Health care nationwide, that's number one issue, too. People can't go without health care no matter what it is. And especially in the older, when they get it, that sets that too. Working union, like I said, it keeps you up for your wages and it builds your business. And that's why I believe in that. You know, because nobody else is going to give you nothing without somebody helping bargain it for you. Amen to that. Y'all heard it here. Right. We are the ones we've been waiting for. Right. Yeah. Was that the Streetsboro plant down there here in uh, Wisconsin? Just oh, oh, doing oh, a little oh. little work and thought we'd come by and, and show some solidarity. No, we had a parts plant there in Streetsboro, which is outside of Cleveland. Cleveland, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. no, 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 so yeah, it was with them, local five seventy three, and so we're here to be with you all. So, is there anything you want to share to people who are might not necessarily be in a union? might not understand how important it is and how courageous it is actually of what the members of UAW are doing right now. Well, the only thing I want to add is just that whatever we benefit from, community benefits from, because we're part of the community. And that's why we need the, the whole class structure. It's important to maintain that middle class, upper middle class, because we support the smaller businesses. We support the mid-level businesses. We support the bigger businesses. We're the ones that do it all. We're the tax base. So that's what I want everybody to realize is that whatever we gain, 
it's a benefit for every laborer out here, every worker that's out here in this country. So in other words, I mean, our economy, America's economy is about 70% consumer economy. So when you have disposable income, then you're going to the grocery store, you're going to the cleaners, you're going. So it's a ripple effect positively for everybody else. And also for our sisters and brothers and family friends who are not unionized, who might not necessarily get it. Let me take Tesla, for example. Goes across the board, and like you said, uh, Elon Musk is one. He wants to keep the union out, so of course they're gonna they do things him, to. Yeah, they gave them a little more money. Right, it's gonna give them a little more incentive to do more for their employees That's in order to try to keep us out. That's but it. I don't think it's gonna happen. You know. Too much longer. Yeah, well, I, we want everyone to be unionized. <laughs> I mean, it's right. it's uh, union uh, membership is down, but American support for union is up. I mean, well, they just have, yeah, they just have to realize that what the union is about. It's just an advocacy group for the work, for the labor. It's just a collective group of people to come together that believe in the same cause and they believe in prosperity. Having a facility that you can work in where you don't have to worry about losing your life just because of corporate greed. Because of people want to, the corporations want to take shortcuts. So if, when people start breaking it down, breaking it down to the most uh, minuscule point that you can make is that whatever grievances you have, that's the whole purpose of the union: somebody to advocate on your behalf, somebody to speak about your your your, your grievances and, and try to get those grievances resolved on whatever level to the highest level. Because you stand it alone, they're just going to sweep you under the rug. And that's, that's been shown from the beginning of time. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you heard it here first. We're better together. We're stronger. Amen. Absolutely. Together. Well, I just want to thank you all for your courage to do this. I think sometimes people forget that when the workers go out on strike, you're sacrificing your salary. Oh, yeah. You know, you yeah. sacrifice your health care. At least, you know, I know that the UAW has a robust strike fund, so they're able to pay through COBRA to keep you on the line. But I, I think a lot of times people forget that this is no walk in the park. You make it right. a real sacrifice. You make a sacrifice. Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah. But it's worth it. Yeah, amen. It is. Well, thank you so All much. Right, it was you. such a pleasure. pleasure. What do you think we're missing? What do you think, not we, because we don't understand the power of solidarity, but what do you think folks at home who, when they hear about strikes, when they hear about the UAW, they're thinking, well, how's this going to affect me buying a car? What do you think the folks are missing? The working class, you know, we set the backbone for the rest of this country. How do we make sure folks understand that? Especially, as Nina said, when, you know, the union numbers are, are low, but the energy's high. Right. Well, I think it starts with, uh, you, you hear that one little uh, saying where they say it's a race to the bottom. And so, if you don't stop the greed now, then it'll overcome everybody. It's like we're the last frontier. We're the front line, I'll say. And... The battle, when you start losing all these little battles, then you're going to lose the war. And we'll be just like they do in the third world countries. What's the saying? Uh, we'll, we'll own nothing and be happy. And that's the whole thing we're trying to prevent. We want to own what we can own and bask in it and also help others to benefit and bring others up out of poverty. Because it's really about the poor people's campaign. Once we realize we're all in this together and that we're more, we have more in common than not, then that's when we can all stand together collectively and, and stand in solidarity and realize who the real enemy is, and that's greed. Period. Can you tell me your name and your title, sir? Brad Barbie, and I'm a committee person for Local 75, UAW Local 75 at Stellantis, Milwaukee Mopar Distribution Center. Amen. Hey, all right. Thank you, sir. All right, thank Appreciate you. Appreciate you.
to know your why. I mean, why are you running? What level of government you want to run? Because depending on what level of government, that dictates how your efforts are concentrated. If it's more local, then you're closer to the people. So how you help them, garbage pickup, snow removal, you know, those things are most important. Them being able to reach you is more important. If it's regional and state, you're further away from the people, so it's more policy-driven. So run and know your why. Know your why and then run. Yeah. No, I pre- I I Are you thinking about it? Yeah, I ran for school board two years ago here in okay. Milwaukee. I am not on the school board currently, so okay. I know what it's like to... <laughs> if you don't mind, I guess the importance of this moment. I mean, here it is. It's a rainy day, but we're out here showing up. Y'all are doing the good fight. I guess what's a message or what's something, you, if you had a chance to, to talk to some folks to really break down why you're here, what would you say? I would say to get... Uh, a fair contract to get a piece of the economic pie that we've helped create. Corporate greed, my Yeah, opinion. corporate greed. There you go. So what would you all do when we get those demands met? How is that going to change your life? How is it going to materially benefit you all? It's going to benefit the younger employees that are here not making the same amount of money as everybody else. You know what I mean? That's not fair to them. I think it would actually benefit the community, too, because, um, you know, there's a lot of other co- companies and corporations that will see this and will simply pay their employees better because they don't want they, they don't want a union in their shop. So, I mean, they don't that, want that smoke? No, they don't, want, they don't want that headache. They don't want the headache at all. Hey, I appreciate you all. Yeah. Thank you so much, Nelson. Here at Alex, part of the local DSA chapter here in Milwaukee. We're on the road, everybody. Casey Morning Show on the road at the picket line. My brother, just to break down this moment, why why did you have to be here in solidarity? Well, uh, you know, I got a chance to take some time this afternoon to come on out. It's like partially raining and uh, to support everything they're doing, to stand up. These people, the workers right here. So this, this particular um, facility is a parts distribution center um, here on South Clement Avenue in Milwaukee for uh, formerly Nash Motors, now owned by Stellantis, which your listeners, you know, will know is formerly Chrysler. So, this is local UAW Local 75. They've been called out by the international to strike. These people are out here um, from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. marching every day, and so I just wanted to be out here and show them solidarity. About my, I think, my fourth time on the picket line. The importance of, you know, you're with the local DSA chapter mm-hmm. here. The importance of having other orgs come out, again, showing that solidarity, amplifying, uplifting, yeah. just, you know, again, you're here because you had to be here. Yeah. So let's talk about the importance of other groups yes. helping to mm-hmm. get our folks across that finish line. Yeah, yeah. So the Democratic Socialists of America here in Milwaukee is fully committed to supporting these workers and the strike as it's ongoing. We want to make sure that these workers know that this entire city stands behind them. That's one of the reasons we're out here. And it really does. You're probably picking up on the audio, people honking as everybody's going by. Absolutely. Like this is, it has just been absolutely phenomenal. This town is 100% behind unions and workers. And so we have to show them that, you know, even on a rainy day, even on a rainy day, we have people coming out. The, the senator's here. I'm here. We've got some other community folks out as well and people standing up with them. So that's really important that that happens. That's what, why we need to be out here. And so the DSA, we're going to be helping with food drives. We're going to be helping with getting people out to the pickets and whatever else the workers need. You know, and they want people out here marching with them. So that's why I'm out here this afternoon. Can I ask you a question real Depending on what your question is. If you could talk to the folks right now and tell them why you're out here, what you want, what would you say? We just want a fair contract. That's it. That's it. That's it. Spirits are high. Energy still good. Uh, a little defeated right now, but you know, hopefully we're on the up and up. Hey, appreciate you, my friend. My friend, you mind if I ask you a question real quick? Yeah, yeah. I do radio in Kansas City, Missouri. What do folks need to know? What are they missing about why we're out here? 
Honestly, I don't think they're missing much. It seems like for the first time since, you know, the late 50s, early 60s, that people are kind of getting it. One thing that I'd want to let people know, and I, like I said, I think they're figuring it out, but uh, it's a lot more than uh, auto workers and factory workers and stuff like that. I, I hope that this continues to be a movement for uh, working class and blue-collar Americans. And also, just a little bit about... Uh, how every worker and every person has dignity. I hope that's something that comes through in our movement and it looks like a lot of people, you know, we got a lot of support out here from a lot of, you know, a lot of socialists and communists and political groups and stuff like that, but also also a lot of a lot of community-based organizations and stuff who are tired of having their members not recognized as equals and stuff and to that like I, I just you know, I want I want people to know that the UAW is uh, supporting them like they're supporting us. So just solidarity to all my brothers and sisters. Amen. All Appreciate right. you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. I'm gonna win this. I'm gonna win it. Thank you. Our youngest boy, you right there. Really? Right there. The youngest boy. Uh, Let me talk to him. Let me talk to him. The youngest employee out here, yeah? yeah? So how old are you? 18. You 18 years old? How's it feel being out here on the picket? Feel good. It's yeah. different, yeah. Yeah. You feel you feel powerful? Uh yeah. yeah. In a way, yeah. We like a union, we together. So what do you want out of this, brother? Uh higher pay raise, you know, together, uh, sticking together. Uh have you ever done or been a part of something like Because this is a sacrifice, man. I mean, it, what you're doing is, you know, it is it is 100% a sacrifice, but you think it's a worthy one. So what have you learned so far doing all this? Uh, I learned to just stick together and be a team with one another and stay together. And what's your name again? Demario. Demario. Demario, the youngest employee here at the plant. I appreciate you, man. We're going to win this. All right. Yes, sir. Baby boy! Hello! <laughs> So let me ask you, if you had a chance to talk to the world right now, the microphone is yours, what do you think that they need to hear? For me, this moment. us coming together. Definitely us coming together, because you got a lot of people that's divided between pay, um, age, age, age definitely. service here. Yeah. But we basically all do the same thing. We do. Thing. We do. If somebody needs help in another department, they'll call me real quick. Yep. Hey, go work over there. But then you got the guys who say, hey, I'm not going to do that. I was hired to do this. Yep. Yeah, we got you know a lot I mean? of that. And, but see, I commute back and forth I'm not from here so I commute from Illinois to here every day yeah it's a struggle because my plan got idle and I had to transfer here so yeah yeah oh yeah so it's a struggle for me and it's an adjustment but I break down break down that bond you're talking about the bonds y'all have even even before we had to pick it I mean y'all had that clearly this goes deep right it does it does see a lot of people you can click with some people you can't well when you some find people, your people yeah when you find your yeah. people like I met her I, I, I'm like Besides the guy you just I just introduced y'all to Mario I'm, I'm the newest person here. I've been here a year and a half And I get along with everybody I was able to adapt And learn all the different jobs I can work anywhere In this building But it's help from the other people If I say hey Right they just threw me over here. What should I do? I had no idea. And then you just ask a friend like that, and she'll help you right away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't mind, because I was there, especially yeah. when I was in Belvedere. First walking in the building, didn't know nothing. Yeah. Some people don't want to help you. You know, yeah. it's expect for you to know, but I can't expect for me to know if this is my first job. Yeah. So, I, I, I've been there. You know, you never know when you might need that person yep. on the outside, too. So. Hey, we need our folks every day. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every yeah. single day. Yeah. Well, yeah, I appreciate y'all. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. What's your name? Hartzell. Thank you, Hartzell. What's it? Hartzell Gray. Thank you, Hartzell. Nice to meet you, too. Y'all gonna win this. You're gonna win it. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. Nina, can I ask you a question real quick? <laughs> yeah. So we are here on the picket. Why was that you had to be here, Senator? 
Well, in, you know, just to show solidarity with uh, the workers of the UAW who are a representation of all workers, we are them and they are us. And it is important that workers are reminded that people from all walks of life get what they're doing. I certainly get what they're doing. This is not my first time being on the picket line uh, in the state of Ohio in 2011, for example. Uh, my Republican colleagues tried to take away collective bargaining rights. I was in that legislature. I voted against what they were doing. And then I went out after it passed the Republican-controlled legislature to help collect signatures and to campaign to help other Ohioans understand that what the legislature was doing was wrong, trying to take away collective bargaining rights and thank god almighty ohio incited and that was 2011 with unionized workers in the state and so sometimes people they get frustrated they don't believe that people are on their side and it's important that people like me especially but anybody can come titles are good but purpose is better to just come and say hey i see what you're doing i respect what you're doing and it is really a sacrifice heart so i think folks see you know people in the line and we've definitely had some animated folks here and they have a good time is not that what they're doing is fun but they gotta they gotta keep their spirits up but they are making a sacrifice they are not drawing their full salaries right now and thank god that the uaw has a strike fund so that they can get paid 500 a week which is much less than what they make but they're also paying for the health benefits so that is why we are somebody is so important because the goal of that organization is to help supplement moves like this when when workers decide that they got to walk off the job or to lift their voices to help them amplify their stories what's that bridge look like because i know we are somebody you're, you're, you're bridging that gap yeah. right it's not just amplification platforming but also monetarily Monetary. right the whole thing what does this bridge look like it looks like helping to supplement strike funds in some cases for example uaw has a robust strike fund but if they had to deploy that strike fund for all 145,000 of their members that strike fund which is you know over 700 million dollars would be depleted in three months in three months and so I, I definitely give President Fain a lot of credit for the tactics that he is using in terms of making doing rolling strikes so that his workers who can stay on and some can walk the line and so we are somebody there's nothing like it ever and we are a nonprofit on the private sector side to try to raise money not only to help uh, more seasoned labor unions like the UAW but Christian Smalls of the Amazon Labor Union comes to mind. He's part of the project, correct? He is part of the project. But he's new and they don't collect union dues all the way to workers who may not necessarily be in a union heart. So that's important. The majority of Americans are not in labor unions, but as labor goes, so does everybody else. So part of the mission of We Are Somebody Too is to be a bridge to the divide because sometimes unionized workers kind of get this sense of we better than you. No, we all in the same boat and we got to roll together. That's it. That's, that's my line. That's it. That's all we needed right there. His name was Cain. He had a horse along the countryside. I saw him ride. He had a gun. I knew him well. Oh, I heard him singing. I knew he loved someone. His name was Cain, he had a brother, his only brother, a peaceful guy. One day they found him, his shirt was red, two shiny bullets, they 
name was Cain. He had a brother, his only brother, a peaceful guy. One day they found him, his shirt was red. Two shiny bullets, they found his brother dead. You can't see Cain.